0: Hello, hello, beautiful Fill Your Cup family, and welcome to another episode of Fill Your Cup. This is the intro before the intro. Today I have a guest episode with my girl, Elisa Rose. This is not the first time y'all have heard Elisa, and on the podcast, I should say, And I am so freaking excited that she is back today. We go a lot of places in this episode. We talk about Gemini season. We talk about the shifts Elisa's been through since she's been on the podcast last August. We talk about our workshops that we do together. We talk about conscious parenting and really how Elisa is shifting her business and and how she's using astrology the cosmos cosmic self-care to support new mamas um so all of it is so so cool so exciting i invite you to come listen today a couple of announcements i have for you number one the etsy store is almost freaking ready i just sent over all of the new product line descriptions to my girl today that is uh supporting me with all of my backend stuff. So super excited with that. So Etsy relaunch is coming soon. Keep an eye out. Keep your ears peeled because I will let you know in one of these intros one of these days. And then the next announcement I have and the last announcement I have for you is that Reset and Renew, the six-week experience. This is my announcement, is to just share how excited I am about this six-week experience. It was only a week ago that I totally pivoted and shifted from a three-day retreat to this six-week experience where we are going to go all in and reset and renew our energy. Tune into the first half of 2021 so that we can reset I should say we are going to tune in so that we can reflect on the first half of 2021 so that we can reset our energy, release what no longer serves us, move into acceptance of what we move through, where we are, to create more clarity about for renewal, to feel this renewal of energy, to move into this massive celebration of self. This is going to be a six-week-long journey, not just me. I'm going to have four other guest teachers who you are hearing in these episodes. Last week, I had Megan. This week is Elisa. Oh, excuse me. Whoops, I went backwards. Last week I had Jenna, this week is Elisa, next week is Megan, and then you have Brianna at the end. And all four women are co-leaders of Reset and Renew. They will be dropping in for their own specific week, guiding us through their practices um, that they will, their practices that are going to support us, I should say, in this Reflect, Reflect, Accept, Celebrate, Reset, and Renew journey all of the details are linked below in the show notes. Again, these episodes that I'm doing with all of the co-leaders are here for you to get to know them, for you to get to know them beyond Reset and Renew, because I believe so deeply in each and every one of them and the work that they put out into the world. Um, But more deets about them specifically and what they will be leading at the in the 6 week experience is in the details below. The 6 week experience we will be meeting every Tuesday evening 5 to 6:30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Everything will be recorded just in case you miss and on top of this there's going to be a kick ass network of support throughout the 6 weeks. So beyond those 90 minute calls all week long you have outside support in a totally different network that i'm really fucking excited to get out there i already have a few women coming in and i just cannot wait to meet the rest of you again we start last week of june june 29th will be our official start date on that tuesday six full weeks of a reset and renew experience and y'all the last part that i again. I'm so excited to create for you is a luxury Bridget Rose Apothecary box to support you through your six weeks. You'll be opening a goodie each week. We'll be using our ritual tools together and I cannot wait. So if you are feeling this, if you would like to talk about this more with me, get a better feel for this, understand why this experience would be or I should say even if it would be a good fit for you let's book a call together schedule a 20-minute discovery call with me the link for that is in the show notes below Um, and pick a time again to just talk we can go into any questions more details about this experience and again if this will be a good fit for you But y'all, that is it. That is all I have to say for my announcements, both with the Etsy store and this Reset and Renew experience. Oh my God, my heart is on fire. So thank you to everyone for your support. Thank you for being here today. Without further ado, which I believe if you want to do a count, I think that's three times I will say this in this complete episode. (laughs) This is four. Without further ado, let's get into today's episode. I am sending y'all so much love. <sighs> Hello, hello, beautiful Fill Your Cup family, and welcome to another Fill Your Cup podcast. My name is Emily Marie. I am your host, and I am so excited to have another guest here today. I was going to apologize in a few moments for any background noises, but there you go. They already made their appearance. The beagles are like on one tonight, I think, as miss elisa rose that's my guest um today um miss elisa rose and i are feeling like the gemini energy the communication right all of like the the talking and um also like really the scattered side of that we're also feeling that side um the mental scatteredness and kind of feeling all over the place because with all energy comes polarity both sides but long story short we're all feeling talky tonight. So if you hear background noises, I apologize, but also, you know, real life and we're here to roll with it. So without further ado, y'all, you know, Elisa, 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 remember like the first episode she was on, I was like, Elisa, Elisa, Elisa. And then like, We actually had to have a full-on another conversation. Like, yeah, you said my name wrong the whole time. Yeah, well, she's back. And like, we're better than ever. It's been like a full year and a half since we have met. And just the type of growth that Elisa and I have just had separately individually and then together like what are we on like the fifth or sixth workshop together like consistently here like for our cosmic season self-care workshops right like i'm going back i think our first one was aquarius uh
1: we started in january i'm
0: pretty sure yeah, so, so we're, we're going to call it five right here, right we're now. We're
1: five. And the, yeah, we'll go I fact
0: check ourselves after, but um, we have
1: five next week.
0: Yeah, this Friday. We're in this week, right? Like, we're yeah. in this week, right? Just checking. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, what is time? <laughs> yeah, anyways, y'all, like, Alisa is here. Um, we are going to talk about who knows what tonight. Always, our conversations are divinely guided. Again, feeling that Gemini energy, so we're definitely led here. And I'm really excited for Elisa to start talking soon, so I can stop talking. But for also for her <laughs> to share, um, just like where she's been where she's at right now because like she's in the midst of a really cool shift with her business and like also just like life in general um an overall umbrella of awesome transformation so again I can't wait to stop talking and I can't wait to hear all from you um do you remember
1: when I was on last time it was for some episode of,
0: of a season astrology
1: season thing. Dude. It it might have been.
0: Oh, bless you. Oh. (laughs) Hello. Hello. I'm looking. No, you're all good. That was a I love that. I look at my phone and I texted Kevin and I was like, why are the dogs going so crazy? He's like, Mercury retrograde. And then you sneeze. And I was like, Mercury retrograde. (laughs) Um i'm looking back right now to see when the last episode was it what if it was
1: i think it was last summer
0: april 21st 2020 magic of practical mystic with elisa rose so that was a year ago yeah oh wait no shut up our last episode together was gemini season Wait no, <laughs> it was cancer season. No, it was Leo season. Damn, we went for it. Oh my god! Okay, <laughs> we did a lot. So, so it was so it's Leo. It's been August about a
1: year. August third,
0: twenty twenty. Almost a year. But yeah, look at like full year cycles. Just like all of the growth that really has been like so many cycles. I think me and you can look back on um, just together, which is so special. That really is so special. So. <gasps> Thank you for being in my in my energy, my life,
1: sister. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, when we
1: first you first introduced yourself to me, one of the or one during the first few the first month that we were introduced to each other, uh, you mentioned that we're like, I see us working together. I see us hosting a workshop or something. I'm like, Oh, okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my god.
1: I'm like, I- I'm like, uh, this is pre COVID too. So I'm like, or no, COVID was just about to hit uh, for shutdown. I'm like, well, I don't know how that's going to work. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> With the shutdowns, probably going to be happening. And lo and behold, we did make it work. And us living in different states on the West Coast. Uh, so, past since last summer, wow. Um, well, since the beginning of 2021, you and I have been co facilitating, co hosting cosmic self care circles which has been going really juicy and well and our gemini powers combined make some awesomeness happen and so, so that fun. we get some energy reads for everybody involved people have a safe space to express what's going on there, in their minds and on their hearts and but also we have like this healing embodiment section too where we um usually it's me that's guiding some sort of like embodiment activation like breath work, kundalini yoga, sound baths and healings, um, EFT tappings. And usually it's all combined into one big journey experience. I don't even know what to call it still yet, but it's definitely some sort of activation experience and journey. So those have been going really well. And um, since I had been focusing so much on cosmic self-care, it started to really merge in my own journey as, I've, as my husband and I have started to um, prepare to have a baby. I've been preparing my body to have a baby. I've been preparing myself uh, mentally and also spiritually, like calling down my spirit baby. And mm. hopefully it'll happen by the end of summer, but who knows what my body will do. Mm. Uh, so I'm just waiting it out. But this is also working in tandem with how my business is shifting. Uh, about In April, I went to Maui and it was such a wonderful uh marking of and and also a release of tension. You said my sacral chakra busted
0: through mm-hmm. from the
1: magical waters. Oh, I just
0: got chills. Maui.
1: Mm-hmm. And it was like, yes please. I was thinking I was <laughs> calling down my spirit baby to be conceived then. Um when actually mm-hmm. it, I was calling down the spirit of my business pivot, Mystical Mamako. And so even though I didn't conceive a baby, I conceived um, a business direction. So I am, have got the domain. I've been working on the trademark for Mystical Mama Co, this community for mystically minded mamas, moms to be, those who are preparing to be mamas, and where we can have practical strategies with conscious childcare with also practices and space for ourselves to be to mother ourselves when, while we're trying to be mothers too mm. because when we mother ourselves that's when we become more conscious mothers more conscious parents it has to work in tandem a lot of uh what's the right word i'm saying <laughs> like <laughs> i don't think you know what that's what it means <laughs> 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 three migos anyone three migos <laughs> uh that's where i'm kind of getting movie reference. gemini brain And obviously I'm a Mercury Gemini. Okay.
0: Obviously. Love
1: it. (laughs) I was in the role (laughs) that I drifted. (laughs) And um, so Mystical Mamako, yeah, that's where I'm at right now. I'm in the midst of really starting to do the real foundational work of like getting the mission and vision statements, the business uh, structure in line and the really being, uh, I'm not careful, but deep with it, like it feels the most serious. I've ever want to take it because I want to, I can see it expanding so far in the next five to 10 years from not only creating like community tiered programming, but also moving into affili- affiliations um, with other healers, with other Um, value line product lines and for for mothers and for kids but also this could open up into like audiobooks this could open up into merchandise this could you know go in so many awesome like conscious empire direction like that's not imperialism that's also like transforming toxic capitalism to one that's conscious and Mm. uh, where we can don't have the space and the the you know the capabilities to donate, you know, like five to 10% to, you know, like maybe like incarcerated pregnant women, mm. uh, things like that to really give back and make it more community driven, make it a more aquarium business model. And I haven't had that such jolt of lit the fuck up when this was like yes. really granted to me after I got back from Maui. Mm. And so it's only been about a month, but. I've just been jacked up since then. Like, okay, what's the branding going to look like? What's the aesthetic? What's the, what's everything? But then also I'm in this period of where we're about to embark on Gemini season. Maybe we're in Gemini season when this gets released. And all of a sudden I can feel my extra Gemini brain today, especially just like feeling stuffed with ideas and thoughts that I can't do anything. I feel a little stuck because it's so much. Con- like thought congestion mm-hmm. <laughs> too many tabs pulled up in the brain too many tabs mm-hmm. and also I do have a lot of tabs open on my like phone and stuff but so it's uh it's quite literal too mm-hmm. uh but that's also how we Gemini people work we're just like oh let's piece all these things together and try to make it work together I'm in this spot where like I see all these pieces but I'm having you know a little Ugh a little hard time like figuring out how this all will get into a a straight vision and direction I'm like where is my Sag moon coming come on Sag moon (laughs) give me the direction and vision to pull through my scattered geminitis um Um, yeah so that's where I'm at but I also did some breath work before our session so I know that will help because Physically, friends, Gemini rule, one of the things that does rule in the body is your upper lobes of the lungs and the respiratory system
0: mm-hmm. in tandem
1: with, I'm saying that a lot word a lot today, uh, with your peripheral nervous system. That's the nervous part of the nervous system that's picking up all these signals that you're not conscious of, like mm-hmm. to keep yourself safe. Mm-hmm. It's almost when you're looking at your periphery, like all of the little things that are input, being input into your brain, your brain's like, that's not important. That's not important. This is important. That's the peripheral nervous system. But that can get overwhelmed by sounds, uh, vi- visual cues, smells, EMF signals, like all these different things that your body's p- and nervous system's picking up. Um, and that's why it's important to help regulate the nervous system through breath work, because they both are parts of the body that Gemini rules. And in our Gemini (laughs) Cosmic Self Care (laughs) Circle, we will be exploring breath, and I will be teaching you back from my singing days how to properly breathe
0: Mm -hmm. because most
1: people uh, don't. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Most people don't know how to breathe uh, deeply.
0: Yeah. So yeah, there's, okay. I'm going to take, I'm going to take a moment a breath because <laughs> you just Gemini'd uh, like so many topics I just to cover. Gemini'd
1: so, hard.
0: <laughs> Gemini'd so hard, but like so fitting because I'm realizing like, yes, this is going out literally like first week of Gemini season. So this is going to be so supportive for everyone that's listening. And of course, like I said, we had no plan for this, but this is where we're always divinely guided to share what is needed here and now. Um, because you like going right to the breath thing you uh were the first person to it was like in a guided meditation that you did um and you were explaining like breath and just letting the belly go and all of the things and I was like wow I've never breathed like this before this is like pretty beautiful and really crazy that we are conditioned to like not really breathe the right way or like. Oh, girl, we're gonna get so much deeper. I'm gonna have people like lay on their backs and get a, a block
1: or a book so that you know really how if you're breathing from your like doing an actual diaphragmatic breath that's mm. deep and low and they'll expand the whole lung, or are you still doing chest breathing, which is like what you use when you're in the fight or flight response?
0: Oh, yummy. And that, like, ties so deeply into something that I've been channeling, like, big time um, is just, like, all about the nervous system and how, like, that and really ties into everything you shared and how quickly, like, so so much can happen like within a month like this big vision was granted i love how you said granted to you by the way that's awesome i did
1: i said that i I could it was
0: (laughs) so cool like because we are granted these like big visions and it is such an honor to like receive things to be able to create and put out there like this so it's like yeah that was cool that you said that um But, like, kind of tying it all back together and everything I just shared, um, if I remember now, is um, connecting back to, yeah, I don't remember. Oh, the breath um, and the nervous system and how you talked about being granted that vision and how in only a month, so much has happened and so much has come through and you've like taken so much action because you are lit the fuck up, which is a really good and amazing thing. And we get to a point where it's like, We got to take that break so we can process all of the things so we aren't I, you're almost like experienced the beginning of like getting really fucking frustrated about it in a sense. Like you're in the beginning of feeling all, all kind of scattered and like, well, I don't really know what's next, but I do know what's next. And it's just like, it's just like misconnections, but it's because it's so much is firing off at once. Right. So mm-hmm, coming mm-hmm. back to that nervous system, like, how can we create the space and we have these last four days right of Taurus which is all about patience and presence and allowing ourselves this space for like integration because so much not not just for you i'm sh- i'm sure for everybody else like business wise life wise like in all of the ways has been moving so fucking quickly these past few weeks um and past couple of months really um but creating that space, see, Gemini's, we go all over the place, but we come back home and we connect the dots, right? So, creating that space for ourselves so that we can feel more presence within all of the actions we're taking, finding that space of patience, more patience within the action, so that you can soothe that nervous system to actually receive these changes that are going on mentally, emotionally, you can actually receive that within the physical body. And like what you're talking about is I'm like hearing the kind of nervous systems, like we are probably so tapped into one all of the time that the, the parasympathetic, am I saying that right? Maybe you didn't even say that, or I don't know what nervous system you talk about. Well,
1: it just depends on which one you're wanting to talk about. Parasympathetic (laughs) is when you're in,
0: the, um, you're
1: in a rest digest heal state mm. when the calm state or you're in hypo arousal which you know when you're too far in the parasympathetic state that can lead into depression because mm. you're like leaning too far in that right and then the other um, state is being in sympathetic state that's when you your fight flight freeze or fawn response and that's when you're in hyper arousal state and the trick is not to necessarily only be like parasympathetics better than the other right we tend to be in uh on an ongoing low level of the sympathetic state so that's why we're prioritizing a lot of how do i get back into the parasympathetic state because of all the stimulation that we get particularly in the urban world in the urban world mm-hmm. but it's more about being having uh, a resilient nervous system like or or like a muscle tone to your nervous system you could think about it that way being able to vacillate between the two quickly and um and when you want to quickest way and cheapest way is through your breath yes (laughs) you can just knowing how to work the breath you can switch between one and the other so you come back into homeostasis Mm. that's more of what you want to create actually yeah. So that you have that awareness, like, oh, I'm like, especially if you do veer towards hyper anxiety and the hyper arousal, the sympathetic state, or if you do feel like you're really lethargic and you just can't get going, or really getting to depressive episodes, the hypo arousal, the parasympathetic state, you can do breath work to help you get more in the middle, where mm. on either end.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> yeah, thank you for taking me out of the rabbit hole I was like in digging myself into I'm not sure where. But like again, we're in Gemini. Um like just like rabbit hole right here together and that's where we go try to connect all of the dots, but I love that. <laughs> um I love that and I'm really excited for Friday and for our workshop and just to understand breath even more because um realizing to again I think that was my first point, just how much I don't, uh, quote unquote, breathe correctly and like allow myself to receive all of the oxygen and the, the nourishment that I can receive. Right. Um, so yeah, I kind of just want to switch gears because this was another thing that you talked about in the beginning as you're going through all of the switches with your business and just life in general is, um, re-mothering and, um, mm-hmm. mothering, Yourself so that you can be a better, better just like mother and parent, right? Um, but I mm-hmm. think like remothering yourself in general just to be a better human in a sense. Um,
1: yeah. <laughs>
0: and I don't know if "better" is the right word because that I kind of got like an icky ping, but like you know what I mean. Like, yeah. So I'd like anything that that you feel called in that sense, because that's what Mystical Mama Co. is all about. Mothering, yeah, mothering yourself so you can mother
1: the more consciously, your little one, um, if you choose that little one. But everyone probably basically should, would benefit from remothering themselves or reparenting themselves if that feels better to you, to say it in that way. But this is a question I poised, I posed, I posed, I posed, (laughs) (laughs) whatever, Uh, yesterday, I think. I'm like, what Mm -hmm. does mothering mean, really? Uh, there's the dictionary definitions which is mostly about like you birthed something or a human and you take care of them mm. <laughs> okay but what is mothering really um what are other definitions of mothering and how what is the big overarching picture here um on june Ooh, is it 5th? It's a Saturday. June 5th. June 5th. Yes. Okay. Thank you. I'm like, I'm like, I'm sh- oh God, I'm it's because I'm sharing
0: this workshop with everybody. I'm seriously like so excited. I, I'm not going because not trying to yet, not anything, but like the women that are going are going to be so activated just like in so many ways. So I've been sharing the shit out of your workshop. It is June 5th at 10 30 AM, I believe.
1: (laughs) Pacific time. Yes. And it's called (laughs) (laughs) mystical mama, uh, workshop where we're learning to use astrology to mother yourself and your kids if you want to. Mm. And it's using the principles of cosmic self-care plus additional things like your progressed moon. Oh, this is not something that you know about. <laughs> no, I don't. Oh, I other just got so excited. And other parts of the chart to really understand the dynamics of how I have been mothered, the conditionings and generational or inherited mm-hmm. patterns I have. Um, and then also what's my temperament towards uh, mothering. And to me, mothering encompasses caretaking, but also there's a protective field to it ultimately to my opinion it's being this unconditionally loving space holder for yourself or if you're mothering a community or this other being that may or may not have come out of your own body (laughs) (laughs) and uh i mother a lot of beings little beings that don't come out of my body uh and (laughs) one day i will have one hopefully hopefully two of them no more (laughs) (laughs) We're planting seeds for for two. (laughs) One for each hand, one for each hand. So my mom always said, I'm like, I agree. I agree. (laughs) Especially after caring for multiple little babies and toddlers. Oh my God. (laughs) I digress. But to me, it's that learning to emulate the unconditional support and space holding. Uh, What I've learned over my... Okay, I've been in childcare for 20 years or more. (sighs) Like I started a little bit like like caring for infants at nine. Right. So when I did the math, I was like, Oh my God, <laughs> 20 years of childhood care experience right. from babies, infants, to teens. Mm-hmm. But my specialization really is with baby infants and toddlers. That's where I, I love that age a lot. And I cared for, for that age the most, mm-hmm. but over my years of caretaking and I mean, I have not done it perfectly, but I've just been doing, becoming more and more conscious of different, of, of, it, of myself doing it. And as I've been caretaking, I've noticed how it is making me realize, how do I care for myself? What's the parallel with how I speak to them, mm-hmm. um, with what I had or had not been brought up with, with my own conditionings or how am I being reacted? Because it's just what my parents, how they reacted or how I've seen parents on TV react. And it's just all very unconscious, reactive behaviors. Mm. And if we don't, especially a lot of us, modern millennial, mystically minded women who are probably on listening right now, (laughs) like we're waking up. We're waking up and like doing, having to do the self-work of like, oh my God, I don't no wonder I have this like weird thing with my body image because my mom always critiques me and or her own body. Yeah. Uh, well, damn. Well, <laughs> so what, do damn. Do <laughs> what do I do now? What do I do about it? Or like that really hypercritical perfectionist voice? Or um, especially as we're getting into this phase of life when we're in relationships with other people and or wanting to have kids, getting really triggered around organization or having a clean house. And feeling you like your identity and success are about like how your house looks like, because mm-hmm. that was something modeled particularly to women for generations because that's where your status came from, mm-hmm. uh, you know especially prior to having more liberation in the workplace mm-hmm. uh, it, your your work was at the home and and that for me, I want to be able to work be a stay at home parent and be a CEO yes, Ponte, you know, like (laughs) I want to be able to do all the things and have that juxtaposition, but it's just, there's all these inherited patterns that are really deep, deep, deep in our subconscious that now we are waking up to these bits and pieces. Mm -hmm. And in my opinion, our generation, we're here to be not only these as a uh, Sabrina Riccio she says, "We're sacred disruptors,
0: mm-hmm. yeah like I we're here to change
1: the systems mm-hmm. but and a lot of us have like these um these makeups in particularly Capricorn that are waking up and becoming in this phase of motherhood. A lot of these kids that are being birthed in these past year or so also have a lot of things happening not only in Capricorn but Aquarius There, mm-hmm. I feel like okay, I'm getting chills." So so fear me speaking here like a lot of us are waking up to like we're starseeds we're mystics we're witches and we are giving birth to even more pure starseed souls these sensitive psychic souls i'm like getting really chilly so this is obviously important for me to hear and and so a lot of the tools that the us who are intuitive highly sensitive empathic we did not get raised with like um, but we're here to be once we're awake to the fact that we didn't have our parents and generations didn't have those tools. They didn't honor that really very well. Right. And then we're like, Oh, no wonder I got fucked up. And I'm learning this at 25 uh, to 35 years old. Right. Okay. So now I'm doing like, what if our kids didn't have to go through the decades of bullshit and could just be their pure authentic souls to help change the world? you know what I mean like
0: yeah so
1: if we don't pass down our unconscious bullshit that isn't ours to begin with like the night like not only are we lit up like you know do our sacred role in the world and purpose in the Mm. world but then we can do that from the get-go with (laughs) these little kids who are here to also change the world and also like we'll have more tools in our in our mystical and practical tool belt with how to and strategies with how to take care of these sensitive psychic starseed souls. Because a lot of them, yeah, when I say starseed, I'm like, oh, I'm getting chilies in my back. Mm. You know, um, you probably have experience with something like this when you were really young, a memory. Um, I remember, okay, so now I can, you pull this from how when I do astrology readings, for mommy and me readings. Mm. um it's been I've been doing that a lot lately which is a lot of fun to be able to give individualized strategies mystical and practical st- childcare strategies for these kids based on mm-hmm. what is in their astrology charts and um, and if I'm just like gosh if my parents would have not been afraid of it I <laughs> could have like gotten a reading and remembered what was there their child I, their childbearing for me would have been more different and I wonder if it would have been more peaceful and like a lot less volatile when I was a baby and toddler I hear stories that I was very loud I was a very loud screamer uh, I'm like they have a set of lungs on that one <laughs> it makes sense why I wanted to offer later on but um <laughs> but I hear stories like I was really they were scared of how I was going to be as a teenager because of how huge my and volatile my emotions were Mm. and I I, I'm like I'm a highly sensitive person you could see pieces of that when I was a kid like I've changed my clothes all the time because the textures bugged me
0: right um
1: that the textures of the clothes would uh, like scrape my (laughs) skin um I was very yeah and I could pick up on things really really easily even though I had like an auditory processing issue early on mm-hmm. but I could pick up on the subtleties of like that person even at six years old I remember this one guy I was like I was like this guy's like he's kidding on my mom I can tell himself. I know I was being like a little in- <laughs> informed by parent trap at the time watching a lot of parent trap and Harriet the spy but also like I knew some ju- like juju ju was right. going on with this guy right. and I'm like Mm, I don't like you I don't like giving him just stank face <laughs> and, <laughs> and then they're I'll- like Elise and then just kind of like gas like oh she's just being watching Harry at the spy mm. and being all like that and like kind of gaslighting like my intuition and instincts mm. lo and behold a few years later what I find out he's a little cheating motherfucker <laughs> mm. <laughs> who's like really done a lot of betrayal on his wife at the time mm. and then so they separate him like you guys, see, I was right.
0: Yes, I was
1: right. Harriet's uh, spine
0: led you down the right path.
1: Chatting <laughs> <laughs> with all of them. I'm trying to be just sneaky, but like it was just this, those hits of like,
0: right, 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 100%. bad,
1: you juju. But I, you know, we grew up in saying, oh, and a lot of people do this to little kids, like it's that, like, oh, you don't know what you're talking about. It was right, this, mis- and it's evoking this pattern of mistrust of my own feelings of my own intuition and instinct and that can infer into like later on with like depending on how a parent modeled their relationship with their body or with food. Like those things get imprinted on us. Um especially if you're highly sensitive, you're gonna pick on it more I in my opinion, more deeply and more viscerally. And we're gonna have these bigger struggles like with eating disorders or um uh, t- or then it becomes like, I'm afraid of my intuition. Or if my, if you grew up in a background that was really afraid of uh, anything mystical, even mm. yoga or massage could be of the devil. Like right. just doing anything that was, and sex, and like all those right. these things that are, have a really complex relationship a lot of people do with, and our society has, what we're all, we're, a lot of us are waking up to that fact that this is like some fucked up matrix. and. <laughs> I'm choosing to step out of it so what are the tools that I can do to help deprogram myself from the bullshit Mm. and that way I have I can give like a bit more of a pure upbringing to these kids that are coming down to help save the world and you know really restructure things in their own way and also then we could especially if you use astrology you kind of like a lesson plan or a a guidebook to the kid. You're like, okay, mm. no wonder you are such a, a clinger. <laughs> You're <laughs> right. a cancer moon. Like you really need your home and mama time. And I'm like this Libra rising who wants to go and socialize and chat with everybody and go on adventures. Uh, but you want to stay mm. at home. Okay, <laughs> how do nice. we navigate this? Versus uh, you other parents would have like, uh, maybe a story around like, hyper being hyper apologizing and like trying to almost like blaming this child that maybe is a really really sensitive pisces stellium with a cancer rising like mm-hmm. this really sensitive empathic kid I'm like if anyone's gonna see ghosts it's this honey <laughs> 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 this girl, this this kid but uh you know the, if they didn't really think about or become conscious to it you could be like oh my gosh just shut up be quiet mm-hmm. stop crying stop crying even from really good early ages um infanthood if they're like because they're so sensitive to everything they're probably more crier kids right which I have encountered and I'm like and when I finally learned to try I'm like you make so much sense (laughs) I'm gonna space hold you through it honey Mm. I'm gonna hold you through it even just cry it out I'm here with you I'm holding you you are safe uh, yes. but a lot of other people like, they apologize. Like, I'm so sorry. She was crying. I like, I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. She was emotional. And that's making you as an adult, reaffirming those patterns of like emotion, big emotions are bad. Mm-hmm. I need to hide them. And also that's programming into the kid because they're up, picking up on mm-hmm. these patterns already. And, um, you're him are wiring their brain to be that way? Right. But what's awesome is there's neuro, something called neuroplasticity we can learn and change our brains and change our behaviors mm-hmm. so there's there is hope but it's just so helpful to look at these charts to see like okay these are a the highly sensitive kid how can i work with that how can i be conscious and give them the tools that they would need like some sort of resilience training with their nervous system because they're way more sensitive than a non highly sensitive kid who can transition really easily to like daycare and stuff this kid Who's highly sensitive will need more time right. and more time to transition, even to go to into the car to go to preschool. Mm. Like these are just those are the strategies. But if you didn't know, you'd just be like, "What's wrong with my kid?" Right? Uh, you could you'd say all these kind of like those phrases, you know, but you do hear from people in life, but also like through shows um, right. about parenthood and childcare, and so it's been interesting.
0: I don't know. I went a lot of directions Uh, No, that was, like, I was, like, just, I, I kind of felt you were, like, wrapping up, and I was, like, where can I, like, connect the dots? Like, that was so juicy. There's no dots to connect. You just gave, like, so such a beautiful explanation in just like all of the different directions about what conscious parenthood is, what reparenting, remothering is and why that's so important. Um, and really like kind of even opening my mind to even more, cause I'm not really even mm-hmm. thinking about having kids right now at all. Um, I mean, maybe in the Do future, you have kids? I was just thinking like, yes, but also like no, like the world we live in is so crazy. Like what? But also like, I know I'd be such a good mom and Kevin would be such a good dad. And like, we would nurture this child. Like I would be such a conscious parent. Like, I know that.
1: I mean, like- (laughs) <laughs> I had to talk with my husband about this. I'm like, if anyone's going to have kids, it should be people like us, Right, know? right.
0: <laughs> like, the actual, like, conscious, like, here, this is, like, here's your guidebook. And, yeah, I, I totally get that. Um, oh yeah. So, it's definitely, like, not right now. I feel like I'm still in the midst of, like, really growing, like, my business, like, birthing more business babies before I'm ready to... S- even talk more about having a human baby um (laughs) so yeah that's kind of where I'm at but like also not close off to it um but I also think like I guess that too for myself I have a lot of and I've just been awaking around this more the past like probably like six months to a year like how much pain I and like fear I have around having my own kids because my mom died so when I was so young yeah. and like not really realizing how much like of an impact that had on just even like because in the past it'd be like I hate kids I never want kids like all of that and then I started to open up to more of it and like well I don't really like hate kids why am I saying that that doesn't make sense and now kind of like as the process has gone on like like, yo, I was really, like, hurt as a, as a child, like, not having my mom there, and then to not have that conscious parent, um, in a way to step in, and I mean this in two ways, where, like, my dad was there physically, and he loves me, but, like, emotionally was not there for, like, me and my sister, but, like, don't fucking blame him, he just lost his best friend, his wife, he was, like, 35, like, 35 I'm like however many years away from that I wouldn't even know what to do and to lose my partner at that age on top of it like what the fuck and so like being able to like understand that now um and then yeah so like not having that emotional space but then also um when my mom passed it was like nannies like I had Mm -hmm. really cool nannies but they were like women that were just like awesome and there but then out of my life quickly again and like so that yeah,
1: constant, that pattern of like, right
0: mother abandonment
1: basically even though she didn't mean to mean but to. exactly it's still it's that yeah oh yeah wow. yeah I know and then there's like, a lot of yeah. different types of mother wounds and there's, yeah. it comes in all ways and that's what's so it's interesting but also like oh it can be so heart-wrenching because I know like my niece like she's gonna not have her birth mother there and i'm but it's like it's not our you know she has women in her life she has my her grandma my mom and she has me but from it's been interesting seeing her actually becoming a mother role again but i'm an adult (laughs) my mom become a mom again in a way but uh it's some part of this mothering remothering Work that I've been and patterns I've been seeing. It's like, it's not to try to protect kids from pain. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay, like big big things. Okay, yes, duh. Right, <laughs> like, right. Try not to like get them hurt, really hurt. But like,
0: right.
1: From a very very light example, kids that be gonna bonk when they're starting to climb up and sit and stand and starting to pull themselves up. They're gonna be bonking, mm-hmm. and uh, some parents gonna be like hyper vigilant. Like, <gasps> Right. And you are like so anxious. And that's also trans. They're, the kid is also soaking up that anxiety and they're going to act out more because they have an anxious environment.
0: Right. So that's
1: going to be fun times, isn't it? Huh? <laughs> but it's, as I've been this caretaker, I'm like, it's not my, every kid, every human is going to go through shit. They're going to go through trauma, whether it's really big or more micro traumas, they're going to go through grief. It's not my job to prevent that from happening because I can't. Right. It's more of my role is to be there for them and give them the tool for when the pain comes. I'm like, when the pain comes, I'm here for you. Mm -hmm. I will hold you through it. That's to me like the mother archetype and the goddess archetype of the mother. Like, come into my arms. I'm just gonna hold you and let you cry it out, honey. Mm -hmm. Baby, baby girl, baby boy. mm, Mm -hmm. I have you. Just cry on my, bo- my bosom <laughs> Right. and let me comfort you through whatever you're going through. And I will hold the space for you. But a lot of us have had weird or toxic or, or really grief ridden relationships to our own mother. So we don't really understand that yet. Right. And, um, but another thing, it's just like, to also the role to me of the caretaker of a mother for ourselves and for other humans. It's to Give them the tools to have the resiliency when the shit comes, they know what to do. Yes. So it's already ingrained in their system. Like whether it's EFT tapping, the meditation, to rituals that you do, you know, um, and languaging of things to have, to, so they have that emotional intelligence to not suppress when th- those big feelings come. They have the tools and know who to trust to go to and how to talk about what's coming up for them. So that it's not going to stay and linger in their bodies um, or linger in their psyche and become just this caught up bundle of fear, but they have the tools. And if they choose to access them, they have them.
0: Right. They might
1: not choose. They may rebel and not choose to do it. Yes. <laughs> they want to do it their own way, but at least, you know, like I gave them tools and it's somewhere in their subconscious.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And that's the beautiful thing about like those things too. Like, At least, like, when you, hmm, what am I trying to say? That's the beautiful things about giving someone a tool. Like, they, they might not use it one time, but that moment that they're in like dire need of something, like that subconscious will pop back in and be like, "Here you go," you know. And like, it might be that reminder. So, yeah, I just felt called to say that because that's definitely true for me. And you never know what you know, your what you share like can impact someone in such big ways, ripple effects, which is like. Yeah why we are granted these visions and this work that we do like it's it is such an honor um and then kind of going everything you shared this is such a juicy episode so just thank you for number one coming like tonight and then also number two this shift that you are going into just like business and obviously life like for you to become a mama as well but like this the business side of things um, and I know that we've just been connecting over the past couple weeks months I don't know what time is anymore right but just about this but like I knew that as you talked about it it was just gonna sink in like we even said it before the episode recorded like Alisa, what you're doing is massive and major and like you are going to changed so many people's lives. I already know that Christine, um, you did a session with her. Um, she like found so much insight, new insight. Erica, I'm doing a session with tomorrow. I can't wait to talk to her and like hear, you know, all of that. Like you have are already shifting so many experiences with this new type of way that you're bringing your gifts into the world. So like, I'm just so excited. This can be that marker when we do our next episode to be like, when did we do our episode? Like we have to go back and look and like see how much growth from then to, from, from here to there. Right. But like, it's mm-hmm. really so cool. So I did want to say that, um, cause this has been such a, like a really juicy conversation and this is so needed. Cause if I knew my birth chart and just like, even not even knowing, needing to know my whole birth chart, but like, as I'm like young, like, what is my sun moon rising? And like in the houses they fall and what the fuck does that mean? And just like knowing even that there's like another nine pieces of your chart. Right. So yeah. holy wow.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so with, yeah. With the mommy and me readings that I've been giving, um, I've been making them these PDFs so that, because also like post, these are a lot of them are new moms. Like they're in right. the postpartum world and brain. Like <laughs> Like, right. About <laughs> something about that. I don't know. Uh, something about
0: that. <laughs> right.
1: So I give them like tangible, more bullet listed, because who got time for paragraphs when you have a baby? Right. <laughs> you don't. So that mm. they have this reference sheet of childcare ideas, things to note about modeling with this kind of kid based on their sun, moon, and rising, and if they want to go into deeper then that would be a session that Mm -hmm. we could go into about like the discipline styles, looking Mm -hmm. at Saturn in both yours and their chart. And also what did you learn and inherit about (sighs) discipline? Uh, Is this what we want to do? Do we want to do a more respectful parenting or gentle parenting tactic instead? Because especially if you're a new parent or, or going to be a new parent, there's a lot of information. Um, I typically, I go by for childcare more of the Rye method or respectful parenting method that, so that you're like, basically that this little human is its own sovereign human and I'm Mm. going to respect you. Mm -hmm. And it gives you a lot of caretaking tools that are a lot more uh, gentle and less like, I feel like especially like the Gen X and below generation, like there was a lot of yelling uh, or just like, just go watch TV kind of a thing, you know.
0: Here's your idea. It wasn't my
1: yeah, it's not necessarily like my experience.
0: Right, right. I see
1: it. 100%. Or even going to the zoo, I see it with like just would you stop right now? Like because the parent is can't doesn't know how to regulate themselves. Right. And what's key is you gotta know how to regulate your motherfucking
0: nervous system. That's
1: the beginning.
0: Yes. <laughs> Look how we did it. <laughs>
1: That is the gift of Gemini. We are like butterflies, we flower to flower to flower pollinating. And then it comes, I don't know, becomes a beautiful bouquet. <laughs> I love
0: it. I love it. Uh,
1: bouquet of data and knowledge.
0: <laughs> exactly. Oh my gosh. Well, before we get like way too often to another um, bouquet of data and knowledge, and because we are getting kind of close to time here, the last thing that I want to talk about um, is Cosmic and Starseed Baby and both your experience mm-hmm. with you connecting with your own um starseed baby your cosmic baby calling calling that energy that essence oh
1: um, oh that meditation
0: that, that one, right <laughs> whatever you know is that, that ex- you well yeah that but also just like in a sense of like just what your experience is what um in in this like new like uh what am I trying to say like this woo-woo like parenting and like when this new
1: paradigm
0: yeah paradigm yeah I don't like the word woo -woo anymore this new paradigm of parenting um because I know and kind of one thing before you go into that that I wanted to share are you open to receive a message about your niece yeah Yeah. of course so like oh yeah knowing that she lost her mama at such like a young like tender age and me losing night of yeah night oh oh night of yeah that's Mm -hmm. what's so hard it was just
1: like two hours later yeah yeah so heart-wrenching but what is so nice with like how I've shifted in my spiritual path from a more conservative religious background that I grew up in she's not separate anymore whereas where I brought up it's like oh she's in heaven Mm -hmm. she is beyond in this other dimension that I will not access until I'm dead I'm like she'd be here she'd be blessed whenever I get the shivers around her and like Uh, thinking about her she's there and she's like totally watching with her Wonder Woman outfit on and being like it, or maybe actually Batgirl she did love Batgirl <laughs> <laughs> Batwoman her Batwoman outfit on in the spirit mm. realm and just being like watching over her girl and whenever I'm visiting Chloe a lot of butterflies come around here and stick around And like oh look mama's right there mm. and what I'm excited about is that like I will be open like if she has messages or if Chloe does get these instincts or psychic messages from her mom I'm not gonna be one that's just like oh that's so nice right actually, actually like but
0: would, right
1: I could see my family being open to or not open to and other families really shutting down as well I could see that right. as well whereas I'm excited that I'll be like tell me about it tell right. me what she said what like if she dreamt about her like what did she tell you oh that's awesome she was talking to you and yeah. making it like so that she grows up trusting her instincts and intuition versus doubting herself constantly and then, like, if you don't listen to, you know what I mean? You yeah. know
0: what I mean. Oh, I know what you mean. I'm You're getting me teary over here because, like, yes, you are that space for her, like, so much. And I also just want to reflect, like, especially... I know that we all come from be, uh, uh, the the planet before this like the starseed beings right and so like I've had this visual where we do have this conversation with God before we come into this lifetime before we're birthed into the womb and like we do know what we're going to go through my conversation with God was in the essence of like you know you're you know you're going to go through hard times and in hindsight I knew it was my mom passing like really early on in your life so Kind of a message for you for <laughs> that resonates with that is connects Chloe. to yeah connects to your niece too is like she knew that this was going to happen in a sense obviously like can't comprehend in any way but that like there's a piece of her soul that did know so when she's ready to reawaken to remember whatever that age is whenever that is in this lifetime if it is in this lifetime but like obviously you're even talking about like how like just like tuned in this next generation is like that's it's going to happen she's going to have this connection with her mom like in a way that she's going to connect with her mom like i'm there's no doubt about it and um maybe she's not going to understand in the sense of, like, how I just pieced together, but I can't even say that because I feel like, like, the people, like, they're coming in, they're, like, they know, and when they, like, hear it, they remember, and they're like, oh, yeah, this is what happened, you know? Um, mm-hmm. Long story short, like, yeah, she knew she's going to be able to connect with her mom and like she's really strong like she's really like she's a lot of strength and resilience like a lot Um, and yes from a painful like beginning but that's gonna serve her big time like moving forward so I just felt really called to share that (laughs) because that kind of brings us to like this last piece of this starseed connection. And and I've, again, had this experience. It was the first episode back. If you guys want to go listen to that, I go into detail about what happened, but like knowing that I came from, I do believe that we aren't just like from necessarily like Lumeria or like Pleiadian or like Arcturus or um, Syrian, like, we don't have to resonate with just one or be just one because i believe our soul fragments from past lifetimes and all of the things from different planets uh starseed planets from different lifetimes like we have different fragments so if you resonate with more than one is what i'm trying to say that's all good so knowing that we come from that starseed planet and you are in this experience of actually trying to connect with like your soul baby just like I don't know, whatever you want to share, whatever is like in the realm of that, what does like that kind of look like in this new paradigm of, of parenting, of connecting and all of the things.
1: I think another way to reframe it, especially if you do resonate with a lot of star seed things and you are in that realm, or if you're just like, I don't even know what the fuck that is. <laughs> it's just this idea that I, this next generation that's coming are high vibrational souls hmm. and high vibrational consciousness. And um this one woman that I follow and I've read her books, um, she has a book called Mystical Motherhood. She Pritham Atma is her author's name, but she one of her she does specializes more on like your fertility and conscious conception um within uh mm-hmm. so that's who I'm also referring to with like my journey of like of consciously conceiving. And one of her she has a podcast too and one of the things she's mentioned a few times on that is that especially with COVID and a lot of souls are passing it's like it's making space for this for all these new high vibrational souls to come on the earth to really because they're all like we got to get this planet in tip-top shape it's like right, <laughs> feel like Okay, hunties, we got to change things. Right. We need to save the world, we need to save the, the waters, save Mother Earth, save your right. souls. Kind of uh, we came to save you, we came to help save us all, honey. Okay, like these souls are like, Okay, this planet needs some help. All right, we're here to help shift the vibration of the planet,
0: yeah, through our
1: own special ways. And so, these are high vibrational souls. And sometimes, one of her things that she mentioned, I'm like, I don't know if it's true or not, is that there is issues with fertility. And one of the issues is that we are not quite matched up vibrationally to those high vibrational souls that want to come forward. Mm. Um, there's a whole other plethora of things going on, like environmental toxins, right. hormones, things, stress. There's all those factors too. But also this idea that we have to, as these people who want to parent and become others, we have to do the work to shift up.
0: Right. If we,
1: especially where we do feel like this deep call, like I have always wanted to be a mom personally, since I was a kid, I've always wanted to be a mom. And that's one discussion with my partner. I'm like, honey, I, this is the thing, like, this is the thing, like, I will want to have kids. Like, mm. <laughs> and if I can't, we'll get another dog, but <laughs> we're all right. But, uh, I want to be a, I want to be a mother. And so Especially if you are really conscious, like you know you want to have a kid, and you are this mystically minded, spiritual, per- intuitive person, like we are being called to really up level our mm. vibration to do the shadow work, to do the reprogramming, however you want to name it. Right. We're, sh- we're leveling up to meet that soul baby's level. I love so that. that we can bring them down, and that we not only do we not have to pass down their bullshit, but then like we're both in this more pure state. Of like, I live out my purpose so I can help you live out your purpose, hunt. Yes, you do you. And like, I can support you and fully without as much garbage in the way. Right. Like, yes, they're going to have to go through their trials and tribulations, but at least it's none of my bullshit. That's just, <laughs> none of my, right. my trials and tribulations on them. You know, they got to just deal with their own karmic shit. But also, other philosophies, you can also help that soul to do, to work through their karma even in utero 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 Mm. utero like especially if you aren't into meditation or Kundalini yoga like all these there's different techniques but you could in theory help break some of these karmic ties i love that by being that parent
0: yeah so that's even they're
1: even more and more like on track to be on their soul's mission Mm. and a lot of these souls coming down got a fucking mission mission and you and all of us on the listening to this podcast, we know we're light workers. We know we have a mission here on the planet. We're probably bringing down more light worker, light body, light light being, body, souls, and stuff, mm-hmm. however you want to name it, then visualize it. Mm-hmm. So, but I'm just like, wouldn't it be so much nicer if we didn't have to like wake up 30 years later and just kind of knew from the get go? Like, yeah. you can see it with a lot of these gens or young Gen Zers, like already like at 10 years old, and like, Yo, y'all need to change your policies about, you know,
0: right. climate
1: change. And they just know like this is their life's mission. You're
0: like, well, dick. Oh, well, damn.
1: <laughs> I didn't know that at 10 years old.
0: I was afraid <freaking> Pokemon
1: characters. <laughs> right. <'Cause I> <laughs> no, right.
0: Which is why there's even more of like that need to not gaslight, like, no, that's not right. Yeah. Just because we didn't do it just doesn't mean that it's yeah, wow. You just blew my mind. I didn't even know that was anything you were going to share. I didn't even know what you were going to share. <laughs> I had no idea what you're going to share, but that was like, holy shit. That was new information. Do you and want I, me
1: to share about my spirit baby meditation? Do we have I, time?
0: Yeah. Let's, I'd love to. I think we can wrap up with that and then just share at the end, you know, where everyone can find you and things, but yeah, let's wrap up with that. That sounds yummy.
1: So one of the, I did um, a meditation from that mystical motherhood. Book that by Pritham Atma, and to start to connect with the seed of the soul of your baby, and so that you can consciously conceive them. Now I'm like, is this my actual baby, or is this the mystical (laughs) (laughs) mamako? This all happened like on my way back from Maui. And this, in this visualization, you go into this space that makes you feel super comfortable. And you're like, ah. So I'm like basically back in Maui in our place there. I'm like, yeah, uh, <laughs> overlooking the ocean, sea turtles. Mm. And the. so you just start to feel out what this connection to the soul is from the ether down to your womb space. And that tether, that connection looked like a prism rainbow. Mm. And when I was in Maui, I saw some rainbows. Oh, sure. And you were like, Oh girl, that's your spirit, baby. So I'm like, yeah.
0: <laughs> oh my god, I had no idea about the connection thing either. Like yeah. So it. then it
1: was this prism of warm, like like when you have a prism and you just see rainbows on the wall.
0: Right. Um, it
1: was that kind of light. So it was very light feeling, and it was warm, like sunshine beaming down on my womb space. And then you, mm-hmm. once it's like really fully like warms up the womb space area, then I, from what I remember, I deep, I then transition into feeling out i'm inside my womb mm. and there's this kind of like light lady being and this tiny little golden seed and that's the the seed of the baby in the meditation like that's the seed of the soul and it's this gold and then there's like these little um, beams of kind of like a golden laser light but then it that beams out from it mm. um, and then but it it beams out into this very pearl like sphere or opalescent maybe that's the word mm-hmm. um not holographic but it's this invisible like kind of sphere around it that's um that surrounds this golden like almond shaped seed mm. and but it has those like pearl like colors where it's just like a little bit rainbowy like like a bubble kind of like a bubble right because right. it, it it wasn't a hard shell like a pearl but um it had that sheen Mm. and um it was very light so the soul of this space is very light oriented very has a rainbow prism feel and then this light lady being well maybe it's me maybe it's not or just like feeding light codes like reiki style like mm. you could see like the hand- golden handwritten like scripty light language stuff coming out oh and, like God. feeding this orb of see- light and seed and mm. just feeding and feeding and feeding it and almost like oh because in the sun meditations it could be more like an earthy be- like this is like kind of the essence of the soul in theory right. of this baby that you're conceiving uh there's maybe you see like an actual seed and growing leaves or something um it could be like water or it could be dense and heavy and like maybe your connection to that right now is it's too dense and you need to raise the vibration up
0: right
1: um or it feels icky and like you know like oh <laughs> i need to. A- I need to do some cleanup crew right <laughs> a little bit here because it could go in many directions depending on how your vision goes mm-hmm. but for me this connection um it was so prismatic and so light and golden I'm just like oh awesome mm. you're so awesome soul yes. and it feels so I'm like almost wanting to lean towards if we ever had a girl and it was this soul baby um Naming her Aurora Rose because Aurora means light, mm. and even though I was leaning towards Emma Rose, um, now I'm like Aurora Rose does sound really beautiful.
0: I uh, especially that. if if I
1: feel like if I give birth to this child and there's a girl, like
0: yeah, I love
1: light energy from her. Then I'm like, oh baby girl, you gotta,
0: I'm gonna have to end the E. <laughs> you need to give her a of new, being named an E a new paradigm name. <laughs>
1: Um, I'm not going to name her Star Cluster or
0: No, <laughs> but I'm saying Aurora is more a new paradigm than Emma. Also my sister's uh, name yeah. is Emma Rose. Oh yeah, Emma Rose So name oh, her yeah, Aurora, yeah. Aurora Rose
1: so <laughs> Also Aurora from uh, Sleeping, Sleeping Beauty was one of my favorite uh, <laughs> princess characters um, Anyway, so that's this, this, the essence of my baby's soul
0: I love that. Thank you so much for sharing. Cause I know that just everything you shared is going to be so helpful for anyone trying to, um, that wants so you to can use this
1: concept. I think really, honestly, you could use the same kind of like meditation algorithm right. for your business.
0: I was like, what do you want to actually see?" Yes. Yes. That's what I'm
1: like. I don't know if this was my baby or mystical mama.
0: <laughs> so I felt called to ask, have you done this meditation since Maui? No. I would see what comes through now when you're back to see if it's different and see, like, so was that mystical Mamako or am I still picking up on the same light, prismatic, you know, just, like, all of the things. And maybe it's just time to, like, reconnect back with what that is and see that. But I I did want to ask you that, so I'm glad you brought that up.
1: So I conceived something, and I connect with some spirit, something, and it's very lovely. <laughs>
0: yeah. What we know is I conceived something awesome, and you will keep <laughs> conceiving awesome things. Um, ugh. Thank you so much, Elisa, for just taking the time tonight to, um, to jam out, to Gemini out with me before we wrap it all up where is the best place for people to find you wait i'm really excited to link your website in the show notes because your website is so aesthetically pleasing it's so good
1: <laughs> it will be shifting to more of this prismatic feel or uh, <laughs> this light this lighter warm feel eventually but i have the vision in my head i've experimented um I'm also leaning towards using and creating more digital collage art Uh, and maybe that might be an offering at the future because I've seen that in my head as well like wait you know those that cosmic digital art that you see like Danielle Noel, kind of do yes with her tarot cards. can I be your first client well I was because I don't (sighs) see any with like pregnant women or mothers or with babies wait I'm like what if we did freaking digital cosmic collage art for mystical mamas too like as an
0: offering okay uh wow. isn't that be cool yeah planting seeds here on the podcast absolutely and like you can get
1: you can make standard ones but also just ones like customized
0: so you so could like yummy. print
1: and frame
0: Dude, or Order or or so it already, frame. I'm so excited to know you. I literally feel you're starting like I literally feel you're starting like a revolution. Like we're gonna look back in like five to ten years, and you're we're gonna be you're gonna have the empire that you're talking about. Like it's yeah, I see it. It's really cool. What All you're these mamas doing, who like
1: have crystals in their kids' bedroom, like protective yes,
0: Exactly. <laughs> like yeah. Wow, Alisa. I'm so excited for this.
1: Yeah. Too. And to be able to collaborate with uh, so many other people and other businesses and uplifting uh, other women's bi- female-owned businesses, but also women of colors businesses. And, yes. uh, that's what I'm also excited about, this really synergistic model that I'm going to be developing. But anyway, you can follow me on Instagram. That's where I'm most present right now. Awesome. Uh, right now, mostly on at ElisaRose.co. I also started Mystical Mama Co. At Mystical Co, um <laughs> on Instagram too. And then my website now, you can reach me at ElisaRoseJordan.com or MysticalMamaco.com. And I'll be more and more present eventually on the Pinterest, I, even though I'm already there for myself. I'm going to like, I'm going to strategize Pinterest. So that can yes. be a cool tool uh, for you for connection. Um, and also, if the people sign up for my email list, which is on my website, you'll get a 15% off discount code to a one on one session with me. Yes. Um, and that can be a basic chart reading, but also a mommy and me reading, especially for you or a friend that like you want to give this to a new friend that just had a kid. Um, also, mama to be reading. So you're preparing to have a baby or you are pregnant. And uh, you can learn how to mother yourself and also your mothering, your caretaking style and understand that. Mm. I also do cosmic self-carrying so you want to develop like actual tools for your self-care protocol and if you want to do more of a healing session with me I call that mystical alchemy session and that's where we'd actually do like the deep dive of reprogramming of healing of doing like going back and uh doing some quantum journey meditations with sound healing and EFT tapping like there's a lot of options
0: (laughs) but you can
1: Basically, you get to 15% off to one of
0: those. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Wow, y'all. Elisa, you offer so much. You're so, that's a wide variety. That's amazing. Um, that is amazing. I mean,
1: that's for now. It's going to shift, I'm sure, in about a year. But right. that's what it's available right now.
0: No, that's so amazing. Yeah, everything is linked in the show notes below. And then, um, we'll. do you want to mention your two workshops that you're doing? Because this will go out s- sooner than later. Those before the workshops. Cool.
1: Cool, cool. So on June 5th, like we mentioned earlier, I'm doing a mystical mama workshop. So how to use astrology to mother yourself and mother your kids, if you have kids. And that will be at 10:30 a.m. PST, Pacific Standard Time. Also, um, it's free, <laughs> so you can still get the uh, replay if you can't make it live. And also, those that are attending will also get an extra gift, not only a PDF of things me but also an actually a deeper discount code to a oh, session with sure. me. Hugh, if you want to get more of the discount. Okay, up. <laughs> uh, and then the Saturday after on June twelfth <laughs> <laughs> math is hard. On June twelfth at I believe it's also ten thirty AM it so is standard time. I know you're I am schedule. Co-, <laughs> yeah, co facilitating um another workshop called cosmic morning rituals with Daphna um Daphna Romanoff and or Daphna of the stars Mm -hmm. and this is to be more specific to understand it's a two-hour interactive workshop with both of us on how to customize your own morning rituals and uh your your self-care for the day uh a lot of people you know you're like well how do I
0: Right. Ooh, how
1: do I structure the, my own day to be productive for me, but also for my lifestyle, but also aligned with my soul? So we use astrology for that, and give you actual strategies based on your the what's up with your astrology uh, mm. to customize how you do your morning routine and rituals.
0: I and love that one, that.
1: if you sign up before by the end of the month, you get fifty percent off. And access to both these workshops are in my bio, uh, on this easiest one on Instagram. At on Instagram.
0: Perfect. I'll make sure that that's clear in the show notes and that they can like check out these workshops. I'll leave the dates and everything. Um, and I highly recommend y'all getting into Elise's energy any way you can, um, seriously she's just magic anything that she does all of all of the times that i am in her energy oh let's mention our cosmic self-care circle um oh that's yeah that's like, friday <laughs> yeah that's that, that's friday like it's always at the like pretty much the switch of the cosmic the season yeah
1: so you, third friday of the
0: month yeah at night yeah so you can always follow along and join us for those too because those are really fun. But. um I wanted to say that because that's where I get to experience your energy the most in the space that you hold the most is in those yeah. workshops. And it's like, it's always activating. It always... That's the
1: most alchemy stuff. Like if you want to yeah. know what the alchemy sessions are like, join the circles for membership style or for drop-in and you get a real feel of like how we do.
0: So how yummy. How we do. <laughs> how we do. And you also get a taste as well of like how Lisa, um she'll share just about like the... um practical knowledge of of what the cosmic season is bringing and you can get its flavor of her teaching and style and all of the things so we can talk forever and ever and ever, but I <laughs> will not take any more of your time. I can see Kevin through the window. He's like, "Tacos are ready." I'm like, "Okay," but I'm recording an episode, Kevin. Um, so, without further ado, um, as I said that in the beginning, why am I saying that tonight? Without further ado, like, what were you saying earlier? Really? What was what the <laughs> hell? <laughs> um. Anyways, Lisa, this was so fun, sister. Thank you so much. I will. See you sooner than later, like Friday for our workshop. And um, yeah, just thank you. (laughs) Till next time, Philia Cup family.